This is AB, and this is the Talk About God podcast. Good morning. <laughs> so, Sarah, you're just going to be like super weird. Yep. Uh, happy New Year. Yay, 2020 is over. I don't know that anybody was sad to see it go. I wasn't. No. I rang it in style, asleep. Best way to come into the new year, I think. But anyway, so this morning we've been in hot discussions since like 4 a.m. Mainly because I got my feelings hurt. And it sucks having your feelings hurt. And so it, it opened this whole can of worms on what it's like to live out your faith in this world and you know that sometimes even those that are closest to you don't don't get it and that's okay but then you also have to toe this line of like not watering down your faith faith for someone else which sucks but it wasn't like you were even preaching at at this person or anything oh no 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 that's not my style that's not my style but um yeah it's just it it goes back to that whole we're all on the same path but we're walking at different paces and I'm I'm coming to learn three coffees in (laughs) the first of 2021 2021 I'm coming to learn that Sometimes, in a weird twist of events, you, well, in this case, me, walking my faith out has in some ways from, and this is purely speculation too, I have to be clear, this is me purely speculating because I'm really, really trying to like put myself in someone else's shoes and like understand and give grace and have compassion and all these things because that's how I get past the whole being butthurt for a lack of a better words on it like because I was I was very my feelings got hurt and so I'm learning that sometimes just walking out my faith can convict I guess other people or annoy them or I, I, don't, I don't know exactly what I can't you know like I can't speak for the, the other person and what like why I personally feel like they are bothered by it well, basically I mean for I mean like you said for lack of a better term sometimes it can offend I guess right or bring up some sort of I guess what you feel like judgment against you yeah, like a conviction. It, it, well, it may, it may, may or may not be judgment, but I can understand how it's hard to hard to deal with, especially when <laughs> it's someone close to you. So hard, like hard to deal with. Um, <clears throat> what the the pew hopping, Bible thumping, <clears throat> gospel preaching kind of gal that I am or hard to deal with on the opposite side being someone that's maybe not at the same point right in the walk well and I mean just from talking and then the whole conversation we had um 
you, you said that there, it was brought up that you're not perfect. You're trying too hard to be perfect. Oh, yeah, I'm so struggling, right? <laughs> Listen, I think that I've already established the fact that I know I'm not perfect. I totally get that. And I know I do get, I do get how it could look because I'm a very black and white mind, right? Like it's, and I'm learning, I'm learning, um, you know, 33 years almost into this life. I'm learning how to see gray, but a lot of what I see is black and white. And so I get how it could be perceived as me trying too hard. But really, there are times that it's more or less me just wanting to talk out, right? Things that, <clears throat> just ideals and things that are popping in that I'm I'm just trying to work through. Like, it's not, I, I get that, you know, God, God will convict me of anything that I'm supposed to do. Yeah. Like anything that I, I'm, I'm wrong on for sure. Like, um, and I get that sometimes that can make it seem like I'm trying too hard, but I want to get in that freaking narrow gate so bad that I would rather stand there at the end. And he goes, man, you tried way too hard. Like I'm happy you're here, but you tried so hard then to miss it by what? 18 inches, 18 inches, the right? head and the heart, the different, the space between your head and your heart. I don't want to miss it by 18 inches. And if that means that I try too hard, then I would rather, I would rather someone say that about me, man, you try so hard than, oh, you missed it by 18 inches, you know? So it, it, at the same time, it's kind of one of those things. It's like, people are going to say something about you no matter what, right? Like, what are you, what are you okay with? Like when all is said and done, I like, and that's the weird thing too. I really take everything from the perspective of the day I stand before the Lord. Right. What that day, that day is what I try to base all my decisions off of. And And I fail. I'm I'm not perfect. On a shorter, on a shorter term than that. Mm -hmm. Every day when you lay your head down. You know where your faith resides and where your hope is Mm -hmm. and where every bit of (laughs) undeserved, unearned grace comes from. (laughs) Like at the end of the day, you're like, all of this happened, but God, like every day. Yeah. Well, and I don't, I have to clarify too, it's not, I don't do works, right? Like I'm the, the, the. The statement regarding myself and that I was, quote, trying too hard was mainly that I am, I'm judging myself too harshly, right? Like that was, I, I, I believe that's where that came from. It was, you're judging yourself too harshly. You're not giving yourself enough grace. So in that particular type of context, yeah, I don't give myself enough grace. Right. Like that's totally factual. That has always been something that I personally struggle with. I am extremely hard on myself. And so that's what makes it me laugh even more. Like the people in my life are like, man, you're so, you know, you can be really hard on a person. I'm like, imagine being in my head. Right. Like I, I've toned it down for you. I can give you grace. Like it's going out of style. Like, yeah, it's accepting it for myself that I struggle oh, with. Yeah. So I think that when that was said in that particular context, I don't think it was meant to offend. 
I really don't. I think that in that context, it was stated more as you need to give yourself grace and, and all of these things. But I think that it was misconstrued in the aspect of, I don't think it was a good communication in that situation. Um, I don't think that it was, I don't think it was good on either side. Right. I don't think that <laughs> they were picking up what I was throwing down, essentially. And so, you know, there are times that even, and, and that's why I love the book of Job, right? <laughs> because I go back to the book of Job and I remember that Job had godly friends. Right. Job had a handful, I think there was like three or four, of godly friends that said, Job, what did you do to offend God? What did you do wrong? You are obviously wrong, man. You got and sin in you your get, life. You're you getting punished. You were getting punished. You screwed up, dude. What did you do? <laughs> and so when you take it in that context and you remember that we're all human, and in that instance, even his godly friends were wrong. Right. Like, they were wrong. Like, they didn't make them less godly, but they were wrong. And, you know, he was he was <clears> not being punished. He was being toyed with and tested, really. Um, you know, and I really hope that I don't ever, I, I've already maintained, I really hope I don't ever get to, so fav, so, so favored by God that I get jobed. Yeah. yeah where you get like, picked too. He's like, oh, have you met AB? Have you met her? Oh, <laughs> like, nah, <laughs> like, please don't. Do what you will. She's got this. Yeah, please don't. I don't know that I do because I really got my feelings hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Like I, I did, I, I, I feel, and that's what bothered me. I think the most about it, like I felt like I failed, right? And that goes back to the you, you're trying too hard to be perfect, and I'm like, no, I'm not perfect, but I have this good and awful knack for spotting my own failure, right? Now I take it to God. It wasn't like I failed and so I spent all night crying and I condemned myself to hell and you know all this stuff. It wasn't that kind of No, it was you know like I've said I've I've always struggled with have you prayed about it as much as you talked about it. Right? And so like I immediately went and was seeking comfort from another human being. Right? And so I talked it out. And of course, that other human being did. Of, of course, they made me feel a little better, right? And they they helped me. And it wasn't, and I didn't, you know, dog another person or anything like that. I, I explained it and was like, well, you know, from this perspective, like I'm, I see that from this, their perspective. And I see this from their perspective. And, you know, I, I very much, I mean, I don't want to say play devil advocate because it wasn't a situation like that at all. But you know, I, I very much tried to make sure that I wasn't just defacing someone else's character. Because it's not, it, just because they hurt my feelings doesn't make them a bad person. Mm. It means I'm very sensitive. <laughs> like, that's factual. Um, but they're human, just like I am. And I feel like it, in turn, is just going to, it's going to warrant a conversation with that person. Um, I don't know how, I don't know how to go about that. I think at this point, um, it's going to, you know, need more prayer, but it was more of a situation of, of learning and growing for me and my faith and the aspect of, okay, what, two years ago, this could have been like 
for you a demise of something like you because it could I mean make no I do I do still maintain I I don't believe that that's what they that was their intention no means do I believe that that was the intention of the other party but it goes back to there's power in the tongue you know you've got the power to speak life or death and unknowingly they were speaking death over an idea. Well, it, it's something. Obviously, I haven't gone into detail in this particular forum, but it was—it's—it's the—it's the same thing that I've been talking about. How I've been praying about something, and that God's been—I personally believe God's been calling us into something that neither one of us are dead set on, right? Like we're—we're—we're we're seeking it out, and we're going to be obedient, and we're going to, you know, pursue. Um, and we don't know where it's going to lead, but and it's it's a big decision. It's a it's a you know it's a huge thing. Life changing. Yeah, I mean it's quite literally, and so it was more or less one of those things where you don't want to wake up one day and go, oh, I've made this decision, and then everybody just now finds out about it, right? right. It's like you know I'm having time to warm up to the thought, just the thought of it, um, and that's what it is. It's just a thought right now. And, you know, but it's a serious thought. It, like, I didn't, I didn't clue anyone in until it became something that I am now taking action on. Like, I am now making active steps right. to, and to dig into something further and possibly pursue. And it's hard to, it's hard to uh, take it to somebody uh, that you confide in and that, that you... That you trust and that you rely on, combine, same thing, but um, and get met with that sort of resistance. Yeah, yeah, um, and I get it. I also get it because, from that perspective, if you view it just from their shoes, I mean, it's it is it's big. I mean, it's big. Yeah, no matter how you slice it, it's it's big, and I get that. Um, I just was naive, I guess, enough to never expect that. Well. Not from, <clears throat> for me, from that, per- I, I did not. I did not. Now, I guess, I, you know, maybe I take it back. Maybe I'm lying. I'm sorry. <clears throat> maybe I did somewhat suspect it because I was very hesitant. Very hesitant to even mention it. That's why I didn't even mention it until it started becoming more of a thing. More of a thing. There are others that when it wasn't quite serious, but it was more of a thing. You know what I mean? It started out as just an inkling. Let's put it that way. Right. It was just a, a passing thought. And that was months ago. And so when it became more than just a passing thought, Getting woke up at 2 a.m. Yeah. There was a couple of people that I, at that point, did confide in. No, exactly three. (laughs) I have a trio. Um, And I'm so thankful for them. So, God, thank you. Um, But I I mentioned it to these three and said, pray. Like, we, we are, this is more than an inkling at this point. We want to be obedient, but we need help. Like, that that's my point, too. We're not perfect, right? No. And so when you're being called into something that's very... It's a big ask. 
in my personal opinion. God knows how big of an ask this is of us. And so I, I have no, <laughs> no shame in reaching out going, listen, this is what we feel like we're being asked to do. We're not dead set on it. We kind of are not sure this is anything that we want anything to do with, but pray. Right. We need that. We need more. We need prayers in this. You know, and and I guess it's kind of telling that that particular person wasn't a part of that group. That I didn't feel as though I could go to them and say, pray about this for me. You know? But it's still someone that means... Oh, the world to me. Right. And that I think that I think I think that my hurt is deeper than just this one situation. I think that's what it is. I right. think that it's maybe yeah, I think that maybe contradict oh contradictory to who I am and how I am. I think subconsciously I've been dusting a few things under the rug, and I think that this particular specific situation is what opened my eyes to my failing as well. I think that's really why I got so upset about it. Pulled the rug up. Yeah, like I, I had the rug pulled out from underneath my feet and when I was laying, you know, smack dab on my back on the floor. Saw what was under the rug. I was like, oh, oh, <laughs> man. And it's not their fault. It's not a hundred. It, not solely, I, no. No, like I get everybody has to own their own responsibility and I definitely own mine. I just know that this whole peopling thing is, it's not easy. Well, and there, you know, there's also, I feel like that there's a time when you don't get a pass anymore. I get that. I but don't, that's also grace. Yeah, I mean, you're I not. Yeah, I don't feel like because I know it wasn't malicious. Well, no, but but and by by that, I don't mean that you just have a high speed come apart and just flip your lid and go crazy. But listen, this person didn't call me hate. This person, like, where I know because I know them. I know that their perspective was coming from love. Right. I think it was their own personal things affecting the way they were reacting and then them in turn somehow having it in their head that they I guess forgot who I am and needed to make sure that I knew what the downfalls would be like oh researcher me had not already explored the well and not like I hadn't already talked to God about it for months saying listen what about X? What about Y? What about Z? Like, this could go wrong. This could go real wrong. Like, what? You know, like, it's not it's not anything I hadn't thought of. Right. And so I think that it hurt more that it was like you thought that I, I'm making this decision lightly. And that I'm just doing it. I, And again, this is me putting my own, you know, Words things it. on someone else. And... I don't, I don't genuinely think that they came from this perspective at all, but it felt very much like I was being condemned for trying too hard again. Like I am just doing, that I am just making this decision because I feel like God's telling me to and not because it's something that I want, that I'm just doing it to, quote, be good. Right, but... 
they kind of go, in my mind, they kind of go hand in hand. Like, you're not just doing it, but because God, or we, <laughs> sorry. Right, it's not just We're me, not yeah. just doing it because God wants us to, or because we, we feel like we're being called to do it. But when God calls you to do something, or, you know, when he brings you to something, he's already shaping your heart. Yeah. For this thing. Yeah. So like they two months ago, I was like, uh, no. Well, and that's what, that's what I'm saying. They, they, if he called you to it. He'll prepare you well, for he, it. Right. He shapes your heart for this. Mm-hmm. And I firmly believe that that's the case. He doesn't throw something on you. Like, let me take that back. I know that sometimes you get hit with things that maybe you're not prepared for. Blindsided, yeah. But when it's something, I feel like, for us, it's it's when it's something this big, I feel like when we've made any decision that was life-changing, mm-hmm. especially within the past two years, <laughs> God has... I feel like... He, whether we felt it or not, God prepared us for that. Absolutely. Even if you even or if I you don't or both of you us, were prepared for it until you're already in the thick of it. And even even in the instance that me or you or both of us dug our heels in. Oh yeah, there've been a lot of uh, I ain't doing it. But that's well, and that's the part too that like it's not. I got like the whole hot mess anyway but it's not like it's not like this was a decision that happened overnight either like it didn't just come up that this person just heard about it right we didn't yesterday was it you didn't just wake up yesterday morning and decide hey i'm going this route i'm gonna i'm gonna take this this real step it wasn't it wasn't like that it was okay months ago this started and it was a freak thing and like it or not believe it or not it very much was and the way it came about was so just random that I, I've even mentioned like how random it was to you and was like, you need to pray because right. uh, I don't know about this. When it wasn't until probably a month into that, that I, that I started feeling this calling too. Right. And it's one of those things that it was like, I was talking to one of my three about it and I was like, you know, it's, it's one of those things where God knew in my opinion, that if this is his will, he was going to have to get me first. Right. Because between the two of us, I'm the most, I'm the least likely to accept it. Right. Like, I I mean, I'm the one who's going to be least likely to to even entertain the idea of this. Well, and he, you know, he knew, he knew this one was going to be a big one too, because whenever he... He started working on you a month before. Yeah. Just say a month before. I don't know exactly. Yeah, it's been going on but for a couple months now. Regardless, sure. whatever it hit, whenever I I was made aware of it by God, like I, I was still where you are or where you were. I was like, nah. Right. Yeah. Oh no, I've been saying no a lot, and like I'm I'm at the point where I'm kind of fifty fifty. Right. Right. One, I feel like that part of that too is self preservation. Because I am, I do see the good, the bad, the ugly. And I see at the same token, which I think this person um, fails to realize too, is I see how wonderful it could be. And part of me gets scared that like, if you let yourself believe that it's true and it doesn't happen, how are you going to feel? 
So I've got self-preservation going on the, well, what if it doesn't happen? I've got self-preservation going on, well, what if it does? And so I'm, I'm very like on the fence. And at this point I do say I'm 50-50 I'm on it because I feel like I would be all in either way which is a very strange place to be, which is why I very much still continue to ask for prayer because it's a, it's a weird limbo. And you know, and it's not something that, it's something that takes so much time too, right? It's not something that happens overnight. So no. I've got, I've got a lot of time to have him continue to do work on my heart no, to prepare me for whatever his decision is. It's not a, not a, quick decision that we have to make. No, it's uh, not and anything I, that's immediate. It's a it's a process. And like you said on the whole 50-50 thing, I've prayed and thought and prayed and prayed about both sides of it. The good, the bad, the ugly, the great, the potentially amazing things. And then I've also prayed about my selfishness. Yeah. Because there's, a, I feel like there's a decent sized part of me that oh, there's a huge part of me that's that just straight up selfish, right? That doesn't, that doesn't want to based on purely selfish reasons. Me. Yeah, yeah. Like, like what do you mean? I, I have to. I now have to devote my life and part of me and time, time and energy right. and and finance. Like what do you what do you mean? I have to do this. So yeah, like I oh, 110% like percent get that. Okay. That I think that's why he started working on me first because he knows between the two of us I'm much more selfish <laughs> than well, you are. And I, well, and when it comes to certain things, you know, we're we're so I feel like we're selfish about different things. Oh yeah. But like I just and my time is one of my biggest things. Well, and that's what that's what clued me into it being his will and not mine. When something like that comes up and I see how how many things of mine that it hits and how big of an ask I feel like it is and knowing that I would not have come up with this on my own. Right. No way. No it's way insane. I would even consider it. Absolutely. No. No. Um, well, that's another thing. I feel like it's... Uh... It's all good. It's all good. But I am. I'm thankful, um, obviously, that I have those three in my life um, because the way those three reacted was completely different, right? Completely different. And then I ended up calling one of those three after the fact, which I felt bad about because I don't want to, you know, I want to pray about it more than I talk about it. And I didn't want to do any like, you know, deformation of character and things like that. But I was in that moment really kind of broken, like broken hearted on so many levels. Like just that I felt like that relationship obviously needs some serious attention. And I have no idea how that even looks or how to go about that. And then, you know, kind of feeling discouraged too. And you know, thankfully this particular person knows both of us and, you know, 
was just like, you know, if you feel like you've been kind of watering down your faith. And this is from a baby Christian, mind you. So proud, like so, love listening to the Lord talk to and through my baby Christian. Um, But it was like, you know, if you feel like you've been watering down your faith and avoiding saying things to this person, then you might need to seriously look at that relationship because your faith is so much a part of who you are. And I'm like, dang, why do you got to say things that make sense? Drive it home. Like, why? Because I don't, like, it's not a conversation you ever want to have with somebody. And I really do feel like it's going to be perfectly fine, right? I feel like it's a lot, a lot of it is my fault for not speaking up to the way I've been feeling. That's, I know, you know, like, I I know this person and I know that they're genuinely good hearted. And I know that they genuinely do mean well. And I know all these things. And I feel like at the same time, part of it's just that I've been, carrying things like the Coke can that keeps getting shook up and eventually is going to explode. And I feel like yesterday was my proverbial emotional, you know, explosion. Breaking point. And it doesn't mean that I don't love this person. It doesn't mean that I'm not going to have a relationship with this person. It doesn't mean anything like that. It just means that I'm going to have to be confrontational. In, in this instance and I don't I just don't like it it's an uncomfortable situation for me to be in but I know that it's it's for the best um and I know that it's going to be something that I'm going to have to do sooner rather than later because you know once once God brings things to light I don't have the ability to just sit on it like it, it then starts it's like an itch that you just gotta oh you just gotta get gotcha, gotcha. gotta deal with it like yeah it's it's one of those things that like I have to figure that part out. And I mean, I know I won't do it alone, which is what I love. And, you know, last night I I spent a lot of time laying in bed talking to Pappy and like praying about it and, you know, trying really hard not to have a high speed coming part about it. Um, And, you know, and, and trying to remember that everyone is at different points, right? At different places. And, you know... It was very much a situation where I had one of Job's friends, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, that's that's the long and short of it. I had one of Job's friends basically telling me, you know, you done something wrong. Yeah, how how wrong it was, and I don't. And I, oh, it's so weirdly fitting that they, they kind of do look at this as a punishment in their mind. For them, it would be a punishment. Right. And for me, I look at it and go, man, what a blessing it could be. Right. It would be hard. Don't get me wrong. It would be hard. But I've learned in life that nothing worth doing isn't hard. Right. And it could be so unbelievably rewarding. And not just for us, but, you know, for others. And the impact it could have. Yeah. Potential impact. It's like, man, yeah, it could be real hard, but... Well, I mean, it could be real great. Not dude. that it could have. I mean, it's going to have an impact regardless. I mean, it would. It would definitely have an impact on others. But I'm just saying, like, it 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 could be. It could. It would have its really hard times. Mm. But it could have some really great times too. So, I don't know. I see. I do see both sides of it. I really do. Um, 
but I just know it was one of those moments where I'm like, man, even, even we Bible thumping, pew hopping, you know, gospel preaching kind of people get our feelings hurt. And it was one of those things where I really fought in that situation to bite my tongue because I was, I was very in that exact, in that moment, I wanted to snap back so bad. I wanted to so bad. And it was fighting that and sitting there and listening to it and just taking what I felt like was emotional lashings essentially and knowing the whole time, like having to sit there and give them grace in that second. That was so hard. That was so incredibly hard. I mean, I'm glad that I did it. You know, I'm, I'm glad that I didn't react the way I normally would have, I guess. Um, but it was hard and it sucked. And I'm not, yeah, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. It absolutely sucked. And so I know that I'm going to have to deal with it um, and handle it again with grace and and kindness and love. Probably with even more grace. And probably, it's probably going to suck even more. Um, But it goes just along the lines of, yeah, like I'm, I'm genuinely not trying to be perfect. I'm just trying to be better each day. And if that means I have to start handling things in different ways, that suck um then that's what I'm gonna do because again I want to stand before the Lord and hear well done right you tried really hard well done you know because I I just I keep seeing these action words you know like strive and remain and you know so far as it depends on you and you know yes and habitually and you know all of these things that are not it's not a passive faith it's not a passive lifestyle it's not just a you just you know what it's okay just do whatever the wind blows you to do it's very intentional It, it is and I think that a lot of it has to do with the way we're brought up in church where we think that it's not you know where I've already, you know, stated many times, um, but like you just, you get dipped and you, you go on, you're good. You, you're covered. And it's like, no, (laughs) like that's just, no, don't get me wrong. That's amazing. That is an amazing step. Like awesome. But that's just the beginning. That is quite literally just the beginning. That's your commitment. And if you look at it, that was just the beginning of Jesus's his mission his 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 preaching and his teaching that was just the beginning right. of everything for him as well so if you're supposed to pick up your cross and follow Jesus you know that being baptized is just the beginning and legit it just gets harder from there not easier and i think that's where i feel personally like i got it twisted you know even even growing up and growing up in the church I got it twisted where I thought, I mean, growing up from a a Baptist in the, you know, the Baptist perspective was you don't get baptized. You don't go to, you go to hell. Right. And that baptism was purely a, from my perspective. And I know that I have a very skewed perspective, so I'm not in any way, shape or form discrediting the Baptist faith. Again, I'm, I've met many Baptist preachers who are amazing. I mean, a Baptist preacher 
married us, okay? So let me just go out on that limb. But I have heard, and at one point in my life, had the impression very much marked upon me that baptism in the Baptist church was purely to show others. It was an outward expression of your inward faith and that you would not be accepted by the rest of, by everyone until you proved how you felt about the Lord. That's the the way I took it. Right, but most of that's true. It is an outward profession it of is, an inward faith. It is an outward expression of an inward faith. But it's not. But it's not it, for everyone else. It has nothing else. to do with you getting recognized as a part of the community, the Christian community, the Christian family, God's family. It's not. That's not. It's not what it's about. When I did it, that's not. That's not where I was. You know what I mean? Right. So like, I dug my heels in naturally. As he, you know, my independent uh, 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 self was like, I'm going to go to hell. I'm not going to hell because of this. I'm going to go to hell. I was going to hell at that point. But it was, you know, I don't believe knowing that the thief on the cross right next to him died and went to heaven that day. That you have to be baptized to go to heaven. It doesn't line up. It doesn't make sense. That's a lie. So, I mean, I, I just, I held on to that and dug my heels in and was like, I ain't getting baptized. I have, I have nothing to prove to you. How dare you? And so I knew Jesus, but I didn't live like I had Christ within me because at that point I genuinely don't think I did. Right. I genuinely don't think I, I know the decisions I made. I know the pre-planning that went into my life. I, I know all of it. And I can guarantee you at that point I was going to hell because my heart posture was not one of God. It wasn't. Now, at that point in time, if you asked me, would I have said that? Absolutely not. I was dead set and determined I was going to heaven and wasn't nobody stopping me. Right. You know, was I right in that moment? I really don't think so. I really don't think so. And it's it's a spiritual maturity that allows me to look back and say that. I'm very thankful that I can stand from this point and genuinely say, absolutely, I'm going to heaven. Um, but in that moment, no, I don't think I was. Um, and that, you know, once I finally did get baptized, uh, legit one of my favorite moments of my life. You know what I mean? Like, and it wasn't, for me, I, I had really reconfirmed my faith right and truly for the first time in my life when i when i committed my life to christ i committed right it at that point became a marriage it was i'm i'm all in i am doing this and so at that point the the getting baptized was something i felt like i needed to do because i wanted to follow christ and because I knew Christ had gotten baptized, I wanted that too. Like I knew that I was called to follow him. So I was going to follow him all out headlong. And so that's what prompted me to get baptized. It wasn't something that I did in order to prove anything to anybody else. It was it was like a special moment between me and right. me and God. That's what it, it was to me. Um, and, you know, I don't think that it holds any special power of, like, cleansing sins and all of this. At that point, it's it's very much just a true symbol. It's, well, it, it's, yeah, so it's, like it's a symbol. It's like the wedding ceremony, right? Like, you don't have to have the wedding ceremony. It's not necessity, but it marks a moment in time forever, right? right. Like, it's, 
it is a moment where you go from being single to being married. It marks a huge change in your life. And I think that's the purpose of baptism. It marks a huge change in your life of you saying, I'm not alone in this anymore. It's not just me living this life, but Christ living within me. And so I'm going to follow him as best as I can. And I'm going to screw up and he's going to help me. And when I fall, he's going to pick me back up. It's you acknowledging the fact that you are no longer in this alone. Just like a marriage. You're two become one. You at that moment acknowledge you are no longer in this life alone. And so having, you know, growing in my faith is what made me realize those things, you know, and the funny thing is, is I was prompted to get in God's word before I ever recommitted my life. And, you know, before I did all of those things, it was very much a process that he, he did on me to get me there because he knows how stubborn and bullheaded and how big of a pain in the butt I am. And that he was going to really have his work cut out for him. (laughs) Uh, To get me here. To get me here. Which I very much do appreciate that he got me here. Right. I'm glad. I'm very glad. I'm so thankful. Um, yeah. You're thankful, right? Oh, God bless you. <coughs> but anyway, God bless you. Goodness gracious. It happens. It happens to the best of us. These frail human bodies. Um, but anyway, so Lord, thank you. Thank you for your love and your grace. Thank you for getting me right here. Thank you for allergies. Please be with us in our health. Thank you for our health. Um, Thank you for our family. Thank you for those three that you placed in my life. Thank you for the one um, that is proving to be more difficult. But thank you. I pray that you help me to show them you and um not preach (laughs) and do it without judgment um and to extend grace and love and forgiveness um thank you for our home of course and our family and our finances and surprisingly vehicles that run um all of these things that we so readily take for granted Thank you so, so very much for husbands who make coffee and get up at ridiculous hours to provide for our family. Um, Thank you. Thank you for jobs, um, especially now. I pray that you be with our government and our world. I pray that you bring any deceit to light. We need to have accountability. We need to have truth and justice. And I pray all of those things all over our country. I pray that you help us to end abortion. Please, please continue to be with us and guide us in this decision that we have placed in front of us, um, that we know you're all in. And we just pray that you continue to shape our hearts to, to do your will above everything else, regardless of what judgments come our way. We pray that you please shape our hearts. Uh, give us the strength to stand, right? against those that we never imagined that we would stand against. Um, Give us the strength for that, Lord. We thank you so much, so incredibly much for Jesus. Pray that you be with those who are sick. 
I know uh, quite a few right now who have COVID. I pray healing on them, Lord. I pray that you be with those who are caring for them because I can only imagine how exhausting that has to be. So I pray that you protect them and that you strengthen them and guide them in that. I pray that you be with those baby Christians, that you help them to continue to grow. Um, I thank you so much for them and their their unusual wisdom. Um, I thank you for just all the people you've placed in our lives who, you know, iron sharpens iron and coarseness sharpens us as well, whether it be um, good or bad. Um, but I thank you for them. Um, I pray that, of course, you just continue to guide our country, continue to be with our children, continue to just, I don't know, continue to just help me to rein in my emotions because they suck and they lie and I'm really sick of them if we're going to be honest and I pray that you allow us to be a blessing in this day. I thank you so much for all that you do and all that you've given us. Lord, again, just to go over what you said, um, be with the people that are part of our lives and may not be so much a part of our lives anymore. Um, Be with the ones that are lost or claim to be in you and are not. Lord, you know their hearts. Just just guide them, Lord. Um, Thank you for the blessing that our marriage and the union we have has been, especially since we put our faith and hope and trust in you, Lord. Thank you for your guidance and discernment thus far. Just be with us in the in what we feel like you're you're calling us to do in that decision. Lord, just guide and watch over us in this day. Keep us safe in whatever we do, traveling and what have you. Lord, thank you for thank you again for the people that are consistent and constant in our lives the people that point us to you and the people that are readily available to to just pray when you need it thank you for the people that pray for us that we don't know about Mm -hmm. lord just um be with elijah i know that you know things get difficult for him sometimes too and we I know I personally tend to overlook it sometimes because, you know, he's, he's a kid. But um, this year, past year, has been especially challenging for everyone, I'm sure. Um, I just pray that you continue to walk with him, Lord, and he with you. Um, I know he's young, but I also know that you have to start instill in them at a young age that at the end of the day you're the way to go Uh, be with us in this new year Um, be with me as I explore other job options uh, which is another whole nother deal Um, just be with me in that and uh, help me to feel your peace rather than the anxiety that I get from the world and just help me to look to you and run to you whenever 
things get difficult rather than trying to do it all on my own. God, we love you. And we thank you so much for Jesus. In his name we pray. Amen. Amen. So, thanks for sticking it out. As always, get in the word, get in the word, get in the word. If I said it once, I've said it 596 billion times. It Like, it all starts there. So, stop having a one-sided relationship and allow him to speak back. Um, I pray that you're blessed in this day. Happy New Year. Hope you make some, some resolutions that include him because that's the only way you're going to keep them. So, good luck on that. Um, And thanks. Thanks for sticking it out with us today. God bless.